Hey friend, welcome to the SOS Mom Show. I am so glad you're here. I cannot wait to share with you today's episode. So listen in, this one's gonna be really good. I know so many of you, like me, struggle with getting everything done every day and just feeling like we're always behind. I know when I get behind on things, I sometimes look around and feel overwhelmed, but then I know that I can handle it all and I can get it all done pretty quickly because, because I have already done the hard work of getting rid of most of the clutter and making those tough decisions to keep those things out of our home that tend to be just messy, difficult to clean, difficult to keep up with things in our home. And so in doing that, I have made a big difference in how I can finish the tasks on my list, even when my life gets overwhelmed with to-dos or when we're sick or we're out of town or I'm working away from home and my kids are left alone at the house to not do things, finish, you know, not finish their tasks and not keep up with the things that they're supposed to do. Um, so one of the things that I know makes a big difference is making sure that the kitchen gets cleaned up at the end of the day because every single time I wake up and the kitchen is dirty and there's dishes in the sink or the dishwasher didn't get run, I know that the kitchen is going to be backed up for the rest of the day. It will not, with six people in the home, um, (laughs) it's just not going to be clean today. Like it's going to take a couple of hours to get the kitchen fully cleaned from two days, you know, yesterday's cleaning that didn't get finished. And then also today's cleaning. So when we get behind on that and we don't, when I don't wake up to a clean kitchen, I don't feel like I can get anything else done. I feel like I am just in a funk of behind and mess and negativity for the rest of the day. If, if I wake up to a filthy kitchen. It just puts me in a yucky place. Like I just feel like I'm behind. I feel like I'm not getting stuff done. I'm not as productive with my work, with my, um, just anything. I just feel behind. And so in order to keep that from being a problem, making sure that the kitchen is cleaned up is a really, really big deal to me making sure that I wake up to a clean kitchen. And if I don't wake up to a clean kitchen, then prioritizing that first thing. So making sure that I get up and get the kitchen cleaned up, wipe the countertops, start the dishes in the dishwasher, empty the sink, load the dishwasher, whatever it is that has to be done in the morning that didn't get done the day before so that I can have a clean kitchen anytime I come through throughout the day. Because when I'm waking up to or coming in the kitchen and it's dirty, I don't want to cook in there. I don't want to be in there at all. So I'm also a lot more short with my children for leaving the mess. If someone was left responsible for cleaning up the kitchen at the end of the day, they didn't do the task, then I am frustrated with that person at the, you know, throughout the day if <laughs> I'm waking up to a mess. I, I, I don't like it. So that is one of the top things that I focus on to stay productive is making sure that the kitchen is cleaned up making sure. And sometimes I'll just plan an easy meal. If I know that the kitchen didn't get finished the day before, then I better not do a whole big meal prep situation at the house. So that I can get the house finished and I can get the dishes finished, um, that day. 
I don't want to stay behind. I want to get it cleaned up and I want to get caught up. The other thing that really makes a big difference is having that evening routine and setting that up so that we can start the day and not be behind. So what I've done for that is making sure that I stagger my children's bedtimes or what I did when they were younger is I would get everybody ready for bed at the same time. In the same hour, everybody would get ready for bed. But my children have a big age gap. I've got five years between my boys and as a teenager and a not even 10-year-old, they cannot be going to bed at the same time. It's, it's not, they feel really stressed with each other. So I don't like them going to bed at the same time. And I, I want my older children to feel respected and appreciated for being older and more mature and more helpful around the house. I don't want them to have the same schedule as their little siblings. So we've kind of staggered that a little bit. So everybody gets their own bedtime and it just, it makes it easier for me to spend more of that quality time with my children as well. But it also is the time where I take them and have them focus on their responsibilities So we've divided up the spaces in the house. So each person has their own responsibilities that they need to take care of and get cleaned up. And uh, that way I know who is responsible for it, who didn't get their tasks finished that day um, and who needs to have a little bit more um, follow-up from me, checking to make sure that they got their stuff done. So that is where... I'm saving a lot more of my energy and making sure that I am available for them in the evenings is a big part of it. The days that I am available for them in the evenings, they're more likely to go to bed with a tidy room and not have their clothes left in the bathroom and on the floor in their bedroom and have coloring stuff left out. But if I'm not available in the evening to really spend that quality time with them, if I'm getting home late or whatever, then all this stuff is left behind and it's messy and it makes getting ready in the morning a lot slower and more stressful. And so that is why those evening routines and those evening priorities are more important to me than that morning routine and that morning setup of your schedule. That evening routine sets up your morning to be successful. So you prepare for the next day after dinner. So what we do is we are having dinner and then we clean up from dinner and my older son is responsible for making sure that the kitchen got cleaned up and I have um, two other children helping with putting the food away and the floors and the trash and the other things in the house um, downstairs and I take my youngest right away upstairs to get ready for bath and bedtime cleaning up her spaces, making sure she's collected her things from the living room and downstairs. So after the dinner, she goes and gets her things out of the living room and then goes upstairs. So it's a smooth motion from the dinner table to, to the living room to collect her things. And then she's going upstairs, which is kind of in the same motion. It's, it's not back and forth. It's not going upstairs and downstairs and all around the house. It is a, we are going to have to pass through the living room to get through from the kitchen table. So it's a great time for her to do that. And then the stairs are right after that. And so anything that she left in the entryway at the stairs, she can take that up with her 
and if she had any library books she wants to read that night, they are in her backpack. She can grab them on her way up the stairs. I try to have my stairs and my basket of things that I can carry upstairs. I have a huge basket that has a nice big tall handle and I take the stuff that goes from downstairs to upstairs and sometimes I'll help her get it all upstairs in one trip as long as she puts it in the basket so that we can carry it up. But it is her responsibility to get it because if it gets left out, does she deserve to have it? She's not going to take care of it and keep up with her things and put them away. Is that something she needs to have or does she have too many things to be responsible for? That's, that's definitely something I pressure my children about. If you can't keep your things put away, maybe you have too many things. I don't want you to feel like you can't clean up your messes for the day. So let's be careful about how many messes we're making and what we're doing with our things. Um, so that once she's upstairs, she puts her things away and then she gets in the bathtub. Once she's finished in the bathtub, she's brushing her teeth and uh, then she goes in her bedroom and that is when she tidies her bedroom before bed. She puts all of her clothes away. She got her dirty clothes from the bathroom and takes them to her bedroom hamper, puts all of those things away and we collected anything that she dropped along the way as we came through the house. So that doing that with her one-on-one, -on -one, it does take about an hour to get it all the way finished including bedtime and, you know, reading the story and brushing your teeth and the bath and all the different things that need to be done. It does take up a good bit of an hour. So she gets her hour and then I'm moving into the next one. Usually before her time is up, the next one is up stairs and ready to get into the bath and <laughs> ready for talking to me and having my attention. And that's how I've divided it up with my children. And it's really worked so nicely. Now it did not work that way when they were younger. They had to share my attention. And especially when my youngest was a baby, there was not a lot of time without her <laughs> unless she was asleep already, which was unusual. So sometimes she would be asleep before dinner and wake up after dinner and then go, you know, sometimes during that baby stage and those toddler stages, they are they take a nap and then they're awake at seven o'clock they wake up as I'm putting the other kids to bed and then they want my they want me to hold them or they just want to play for a little bit and then they're back asleep at 10 o'clock 11 o'clock when I'm going to bed but it just depends on the ages and stages that you have with your children to be able to get all of that done and make it work for your family and your schedule so I want to make sure that we are prioritizing getting our our evening routines down so that we can wake up and have a better chance at success the next day without putting ourselves further behind for tomorrow. Um, the other thing, really prioritizing, making sure that you have what you need at the house to create the meals that you need. Um, easy meals, like meal prepping in, in just the the easiest ways, making sure that you have those staples on hand so that you can throw together a quick dinner and not have to do everything and prep everything every single day. One of the ways that I did that, um, I've said that before, this really saves me a lot of stress is having the meat already cooked. So instead of cooking uh, one meal's worth of hamburger meat or, you know, ground beef or whatever it is, or chicken or, you know, whatever I'm making, 
instead of doing it for one meal, I do it for two or three meals so that I can not have to make it every single night because that is a big time consuming part of making dinner. And if I have that done, then sometimes all I have to do is chop up the veggies and saute the veggies, um, throw it all in the crock pot or the Instapot, and then it's ready in 20 minutes or so instead of having to do the meats and the, all the other things and having to really be in the kitchen focused that whole time. It seems to take a lot of the stress off of my shoulders if I already have one part of it done. So sometimes it's the meat that I've already had done. Sometimes I've already sauteed enough veggies to last a few days. So sometimes I've got those done. And so that's a super easy thing. I can just honestly just put it in the oven and have it ready so fast. And then the other thing is making, again, making more than one meal's worth of, of the food every time you cook so that you have leftovers. It gives me lunch options that are nutritious and more filling than the crackers that or whatever I was going to grab on my way out the door as I was <laughs> heading to work or whatever I had going on that day. Making sure that I have food that I can eat while I'm gone and making sure again, moms, I know I'm terrible about this and you probably are too, making sure that you actually eat nutritious food throughout the day and not just at dinner. Sometimes we grab those easy go-to things that really don't fill us up and we know they're full of junk. I want you to really prioritize making sure that you have the foods that you need and really are eating a meal at lunchtime to fuel yourself to get through dinner. Sometimes I noticed, especially when I had cranky toddlers that just things just got really stressful in the evenings. If I didn't eat lunch, I was much more likely to be impatient in the evening. So I want you to really prioritize making sure that you have food to eat for lunch and dinner. Um, and doubling your dinners is the easiest way to do that. Having leftovers so that it's quick, easy heat up. Um, you can heat it up in the oven, just take put it in a Pyrex dish, sort out your, you can already take your leftovers and put them into a Pyrex dish so that it's ready for you to just put in the oven. Um, while you're getting the kids ready for whatever, um, while you're taking care of their lunch. And so you can actually have something that is nutritious and filling and that fuels you to get through the day and through dinner. I'm a lot nicer when I eat. It's like those Snickers commercials, right? We just don't feel like ourselves when we're not fueling ourselves. So take care of what you can take care of today. Prioritize that evening schedule and make sure that you're eating throughout the day and not starving yourself um, because you're going to be a lot nicer and a lot more patient if you are fueling your body. All right. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. It, please share this with somebody who needs to hear it. You got somebody that you know isn't eating um, enough throughout the day and they just double up on their meals or they're struggling with meal prep. This is something, or they just feel like they're always behind. I know that you have friends that will confide that in you and just share the episode with them. I hope that you have a great day. I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that you are taking your time to listen to this podcast. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.